Shit, shit. Pepperoni. There you go. Pepperoni in the morning. There we go. Pepperoni day and night. Rubber baby. Buggy bumper. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Support your woman. Loose buckle. Moose knuckle loose buckle. Moose knuckle loose buckle. Unique New York. Alright. Here we here we here we go. Ready? Hell yeah. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience Hello, in a live. show called... Stab! Oh my God, Stab. welcome! Welcome to Stab! Oh, you! Oh, Woo! I can't believe you came. It's so Stab. good to see you. Hey, oh my God. fuck you! All you leave out now. Whoa, whoa! whoa there goes my oh, family. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, my family. Your out. family. Oh, bye. They shouldn't have brought food in. They passed. <laughs> so they passed in the corner. Big deal. Welcome to Stab. Here's this is show we we do uh, once a week here at the Stab Comedy Theater, Friday night, ten o'clock. Uh, tomorrow we're doing one. Saturday at ten o'clock. Just to fuck with you. Just to fuck with you. Uh, are you ready to meet your contestants for Stab? Stab. Great. Great. Chris. Hey. Do you mind if I bring up our uh, discussion that we had online? Oh, yeah, I'm kidding. That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. He threatened my life. Um, yeah. I tried talking to him about... Um, he heard Yanni, and so I <laughs> got really upset about that. Right. And then he, and he drew a boundary. And he said, don't talk to me about this shit anymore. Yeah. I don't care about that. I want to know, I want, I wanna know if you'll forgive me. Uh, right now in front of all of these people? Yeah. You're putting me on the spot? Yep. It's, like, f- a, it's like a public proposal. That's right. I okay. forgive you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> good. Very good. Very good. See? We're healing. Sitting next to him. Uh, Connor Martin. Yeah. Connor Martin. He looked really scared. Are you nervous about this? Uh, slightly. Experience. Yeah. Hey, can we trust that that forgiveness in front of all these people? You know, I feel like there's <laughs> pressure on that apology. Oh yeah, it's totally fake. Yeah. <laughs> I just say face. I'm but all yeah. lip for lip service. Public. I'm scared though. I'm yeah. definitely a little frightened. I've never done this before. Are you? Slightly. You'll be. You're from Modesto. You could. <laughs> yeah. You could face anything. I'm used to different type of danger. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. I tried. I appreciate it. No problem. Right next to you, Court Hansen. Hey, papi. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be back. Yeah. We've missed you. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've thought about you every day since. I have, too. I think about me most days. <laughs> Very good. That's well. I'm um, flattered. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Very good. Um, we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. From that, uh, Jesse Jones. Yeah, I don't have a C in my name at all. <laughs> That's right. We have Chris, Connor, and Court. Yeah, Jesse C. Jones. No, well, no. Oh, there is a C in the middle name. Okay, I got it. Got it covered. What's your middle name? It's Patrick. Patrick. Oh. So it, and it barely sneaks in there. A second to last letter. Ooh. Oh, just sounds like a K. Yeah. Don't <laughs> yeah. really need it in there. And it's hiding too. Yeah, you don't it's even hiding need right it. with that K. Doesn't even want to be known. Redundant. Well, two J's on the end, three C's in the middle, the way we like to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's play stab. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. God damn motherfucker. Uh, we got to get the iPad back. Ready? Yep. 
We're going to edit this back. Oh. Let's play Stab. Yeah. That was my voice. The Panther Girl. The Panther Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I've printed notes this time. Ooh. First time Ooh. ever. <laughs> Don't be jealous. This first segment is called Reorganization. I can't see my notes because it's too dark. <laughs> Reorganization. Uh, gentlemen, because we only book men on this show. Gentlemen. Uh, white men. Ugh. Okay. Oops. All right. Uh, drawing attention to it. Oak That's Park. not good. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Hobo Johnson. <laughs> okay. Uh, reorganization. Please take this existing acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, in light of both the White House advisor Stephen Miller and Homeland Security's, uh, Security Christian Nielsen being verbally accosted in public while dining at Mexican restaurants uh, this week. Sorry, I know that was a long run-on sentence. Uh, today's acronym begs the question... Uh, given the current immigration climate, what the fuck were they doing there? Uh, today's acronym is K, Q U E, K. 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 What does K mean to you? Me first. Yeah, Chris. Oh, okay. sorry. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm ashamed to say that I've not read through these. Okay. After I have written them. Sure. <laughs> so I might stumble upon. Same here. Um, so, by the way, you are mispronouncing this uh, acronym. It actually, uh, it sounds like coup. So coup. Oh, it's coup. Q U E. Yeah, Q U E. It's it's coup. Okay. So uh, Q U E stands for quite unnatural eaters, <laughs> which, if you didn't know, it's a support group for bigots and racists with hypocritical taste buds. <laughs> it's coup. <laughs> While they hold a specific hatred for a certain cultural group. They can't help themselves around the signature dishes of the very same demographic they loathe. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Take Miller and Nielsen, for example. Both members of coup. Both pieces of shit. Both lacking the awareness or self-control to stop shoveling tacos down their gullets minutes after they ruin a whole generation of Mexican kids. But it's coup. <laughs> In fact, coup has been helping hypocrites for years, letting Nazis to freely enjoy latkes, Confederates to consume collard grains, and homophobes to help themselves to Blue Apron subscription boxes. <laughs> it's coup. Coup, when the rumbly in your tummy is stronger than the hate in your heart. <laughs> Very good, Chris. Amory, let's clap it up. His family needs to clap for him. Thank you. Very good. Connor Martin, what does K mean to you? Um, well, I also did not read Chris's notes after he wrote them, so I did not know that it was Q. I went K. Uh, quit upsetting Ernesto. You represent bigots. The Mexican culture is on a rise due to their delicious foods and their festive ways. Spelled G-U-E-Y-S. Festive ways. Ways. And you're scared of it. But Ernesto's not scared of you and your intimidation tactics and your racist ways. As far as he knows, all you said was you have a friend in the what, what, what. It means nothing to him. <laughs> Why are you even there? No matter how many times you ask, they don't make KK quesadillas. <laughs> 
Now go off with Kristen and make some quite upsetting erotica. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Connor Thank Martin, you. his first prompt first ever. Woo. First prompt. See, it's all, all uphill. For, no, yeah. I mean, was, you're doing good. <laughs> Court. So I, um, I misunderstood the acronym. I, I thought you were talking about actually this old, this old acronym, um, <laughs> which stood for Quiet Your Eagles. Quiet. Your is spelled U-R. Um, <laughs> This acronym was developed during the First World War, also known as the Great War and the War of Seven Thursdays, to quickly alert American troops that the Kaiser's men were nearby so they might rapidly silence their flock of messenger eagles and keep their location hidden. Usually, the majestic patriotic birds could be quieted through gentle verbal reassurance, but on the off chance that it could not be silenced, troops on the front line were equipped with small eagle daggers that could be used to quickly decapitate the bird of prey. <laughs> this provided the safety of silence as well as a rare fresh dinner in the trenches. Very good. Very good, Court. Very good. Beautiful. How's our Facebook audience doing out there? How many do we got? One yeah. viewer! That, that, that brings our total audience up by like 25%. That's right. That's a <laughs> exponential growth almost. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, I don't understand what exponential means. Jesse <laughs> Jones, what does K mean to you? Uh, it means I wrote uh, mine as long as all the other three combined. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, global television audience, on behalf <laughs> of my client, Alistair Blood Mustache Terror Shriek, I'd like to con congratulate the prosecution on an expertly presented case. They have no doubt prov proven beyond a shadow of a doubt Mr. Terror Shriek's irrefutable and grotesque guilt. We get it. He's a monster who doesn't deserve to remain free among civilized people, preying upon their darkest thoughts, exploiting their softest weaknesses. I mean, we've all heard what we need to know by now, right? I, I don't think there's any more that the prosecution needs to prove. Uh, at this point, it's just sort of... It sort of seems like piling on, so I would like to introduce to the court a motion to QUE. And can we just quit unearthing evidence? <laughs> <laughs> we were here to prove that Alistair was responsible for the deaths, dismemberments, devouring, and defiling of four people. And that has been proven almost too adequately. Job done! <laughs> There's no need for the prosecution to continue digging into any more potential grisly things that Mr. Terror Shriek may or may <laughs> not be responsible for over his alleged three decades presiding over the forces of darkness which have chilled the tri-state area in the icy grip of fear. <laughs> Has my client eaten a baby, even several babies, <laughs> devoured in front of their screaming mothers while never once breaking eye contact as he pulled their tender meat from their still-growing bones? I don't know. <laughs> How would I know? Why do you, would you even ask QUE? Is it, is it possible that the blood mustache was responsible for the systematic extermination of the populations of several small towns? across the breadth of Missouri between April 1998 and December 2001. It's not outside the realm of possibility, but if he did, would you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're here for. This is a standard run-of-the-mill quadruple homicide with just a skosh of cannibalism and necrophilia thrown in for flavor. <laughs> we're not here talking about genocide. 
Who even brought that up? I don't even know what that word means, and I went to lawyer word college. <laughs> Q-U-E. <laughs> the fuck are you doing on that? You paused. Page two. Q -U you paused like Jumped it was all over. Right. You think you know me? <laughs> Ahem. <laughs> Just one more paragraph. Okay. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> it's a couple sentences. Okay. And so, <laughs> Your Honor, knowing that my fate has already been sealed by my inability to exonerate this creature of the night who did nothing to hide his guilt, and in fact, in, at one point, spat acid directly into the eyes of Juror 7 <laughs> and alternate Juror 13, I ask that please, can we just put an end to my inevitable suffering? and not make my looming punishment at the hands of this man that much more horrifying. Does it even matter how many water supplies he's poisoned at this point? <laughs> For the love of God, if you have any shred of pity in your souls, quit unearthing evidence. <laughs> there, there we go. go. There, there we go. Is. Definitive. Told you it was too long. You gotta admit, <laughs> there was... There was a pause there. No, Sorry. It, it, it's, we'll, it was, we'll go back and listen. It was for effect. Okay. <laughs> I don't get timing. You know this. We uh. talked about this. That brings us to our, our next segment uh, that we like to call the <laughs> Topical Haiku Challenge. Is everyone ready for this? Topical Haiku Challenge. Please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, this, not, this might not be internationally topical. Uh, but it does qualify as topical within the walls of my home. Uh, earlier this week, I forgot the dishwasher repairman was stopping by. Um, so I went home for lunch and was surprised to find a large man laying on my kitchen floor. <laughs> Haiku go. One at a time. Chris? John's story sounds like the beginning of the worst porno ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. My wife is cheating. Oh, wait. That's the repairman. I should write things down. <laughs> I sure do hate washing plates. By hand, it's the worst. The magic spell worked. Free slave. <laughs> uh, my first sort of ties in with Chris is it's uh, titled Blue Collar Romance Novel. <laughs> Calloused Hands. So warm. Wrapped around my hard, cold pipe. Well, here's your problem. <laughs> Very good. I like this. Second of three. I'm going to piggyback off of Jess's. <laughs> here's your problem, sir. <laughs> you can't clean your underwear in the dishwasher. How'd you know? Sales <laughs> Can't or haven't tried. <laughs> Connor? Repairman? Doctor? No difference when your wife is the dishwasher. <laughs> Court. So much Benzedrine at work. I think I blacked out. Did I kill this man? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. Second titled Whoopsie Doodle. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. 
finding you here while I left my clothes in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and a third of three. John thinks to himself, large band grunting on my floor. It's not a Tuesday. Very <laughs> <laughs> nice. good. Connor? All right. Dishes need washing. Strange man I forgot I called. Now pants need washing. <laughs> <laughs> I love my big new handgun. It makes me feel safe. I think I'll take it home with me. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> the third, third one's titled Regular Maintenance. <laughs> or Regular Maintenance? Uh, there was a question mark. Lindy, one question. Why was Otto calling that repairman daddy? <laughs> <laughs> That was the topical haiku challenge, ladies and gentlemen. The hop- the topical typo challenge. Very good, very good. That brings us to our next segment called "This Was Today Once." I have pages too. Mm. I read that like a haiku. Ready? <laughs> I have pages too. I have oh. pages too. Oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Let me read all of them now. Here we go. (laughs) Fuckers. There we go. Okay. Chris Emery, today is anti-fascist struggle day in Croatia. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. Uh, Also on this very date, 1979, Little Richard Crit. Quits rock and roll for religious pursuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly, I hate Mussolini. <laughs> That's what I tell the bakery assistant to write on the ice cream cake I've ordered for this day. <laughs> but today is not just about cake. There is also my ritual grooming. I shave my facial hair into a thin, smarmy mustache, a perfect replica of little John's mustache. Then I look into the mirror and I chant the lyrics of Tutti Frutti while I flog myself (laughs) so as to repent for all the rock and roll ways over the year. After that, you guessed it, more grooming. (laughs) With a few flips of the old razor, I transform my little Richard stash into a Hitler stash, which... (laughs) Prompts even more flogging. <laughs> lash after lash tears into my back flesh. I yell, fuck you, Hitler. You're the worst. Woo. After all that shaving and flogging, I've worked up quite an appetite. Good thing I ordered that cake. <laughs> Very good, Chris. Beautiful. Chris Emery, good job. Yes. <clears throat> Connor. Yeah. Uh, on this date, 1959, Eddie... Lubinowski. Oh, yeah. Bulls, two consecutive perfect games. Uh, also on this very date, 1949, American actress Meryl Streep was brought to life. Yep. Through birth. Beautiful uh, day. Yes. How did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events? It's my Come favorite by. holiday. Uh, 
June 22nd. (laughs) One of my favorites. The holiday was invented by my grandfather, who's been celebrating since 59, of course, ever since Lubaniski rolled a 200. 20 years later, however, (laughs) had to make a change. (laughs) A 30-year-old Meryl Streep won her first Oscar for Kramer versus Kramer. (laughs) A woman born 10 years to the day before old Eddie rolled his perfect two games in a row. Is there magic in this day? No, of course not. Magic only happens in years, years that end in nine, as you've noticed. <laughs> so we recognize the holiday of the magical 22nd of June, but we celebrate the holiday every 10 years on September 22nd on the eighth year of that decade <laughs> by raw-dogging our significant others in attempt to conceive another magical actress baby to be born June 22nd. <laughs> After which we immediately go and kick over 600 Oscar Academy Awards. For old Eddie. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys noticed what year it is, but as my old grandpa said, used to say, if you want to celebrate, you've got three months to find a mate. <laughs> or ten years you'll have to wait for your chance to magically copulate. <laughs> Very good, Connor. Thank you. Very good, Connor. That's okay. That's not supposed to be happening. There we go. <laughs> Court Hansen? Yeah. Is that your name? It is. Okay. Still. <laughs> On this date, 1942, the Pledge of Allegiance is formally adopted by U.S. Congress. The U.S. Congress. Uh, also on this very date, 2008, American comedian, actor, and author George Carlin did die. He died. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? This piece is called Celebration Day. <laughs> if you know me in my personal life... You know that the Pledge of Allegiance is very important to me. I say it while kneeling at the foot of my bed, American flag sheets, of course, every morning before I kiss my handsome wife on both cheeks. After the cheek kissing's done, we sit down at the breakfast table, hold hands, and recite the Pledge of Allegiance again. Carlin Allegiance Day, though, is a whole other bag. In my very large family, we celebrate the occasion by kissing each other, not on the cheeks like you might expect, but on the lips one after the other, until even great-auntie Vivette has had her fill. (laughs) By the end of the ritual, our lips are sore and dry like an abandoned tank baking in the Kuwait desert sun. (laughs) (laughs) Then we all get into our single couch, also stars and stripes, and we argue about which George Carlin bit is our favorite. I say it's the one about how football and baseball are different, but mean old Uncle Redford insists that it's the seven dirty words. When we disagree with him, he gets mad and usually storms off to the pouting room from which only hot cider and his special song can retrieve him. (laughs) To close out the night, we sit in a circle and tell ghost story. Just the one. Over and over. The moon dawns on a new day. Sorry, the sun dawns on a new day. (laughs) And we can all go back to work knowing we did everything we could to honor the sweet, sweet RWB. Stands for red, white, and blue. (laughs) Very good, Court. Very good. Very good. Jesse Jones, on this date, 1986, Mm. the famous Hand of God goal scored by Diego Maradona in the quarterfinals of the 1986 FIFA World Cup match between Argentina and England ignites controversy. Oh, boy, did it. All that happened. Yeah. this was later followed by the goal of the century. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I do. Uh, Argentina won 2-1 to one and uh-huh. later goes on to win the World Cup. 
Uh, also on this very date, 1953, American singer, songwriter, producer, and actress Cindy Lauper was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you celebrate those events all combined up? <laughs> oh, man. This really brings me back. The year was 1994, John. Just as Clarissa had finished explaining it all. <laughs> and NB- NBC showed us just how fun it could be to have six very white friends to share coffee and hijinks with. <laughs> An autistic man-child made the world believe that life indeed was a bo- was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> and Kurt Cobain made suicide cool again. Meanwhile, 16-year-old me had contracted a near-fatal case of World Cup fever. You see, in 1994, the United States was hosting the World Cup, and I decided to combine my two biggest passions, football and 11-year-old poppy 80s female empowerment anthems to celebrate this quadrennial celebration of the joys of footy. You could say high school was difficult for me. Regardless... If you'll indulge me, I'd like to share with you a couple verses from the song I wrote and submitted to FIFA as an honest (laughs) attempt at a potential theme song for the 1994 World Cup titled, The World Just Wants to Have Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, it's football time that it's only every four years is truly a crime. But now it's here, and you all know what's up. The world just wants to have cup. The world just wants to have cup. Last time the Germans took the win this year, we'll see if they can do it again. This competition here is just heating up. The world just wants to have cup. The world just wants to have... That's all they really want! Some cup! When the stoppage time is up, the world just wants to have cup. The world just wants to have cup. And don't think I didn't do the entire song and upload it to my GeoCities website <laughs> with as many spinning soccer ball gifts that my free five megs of web space could handle because I hella did. <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, that was This Was Today Once. And a song that will be stuck in my brain uh, for years to come. That takes us to our fourth category of the evening, uh, the second to last, you may know it as, uh, called Movie Makeup. Chris Emery. Uh, well, all, all of you, please have composed a synopsis based on the following made-up titles. Uh, the name of the title that we gave Chris Emery is Dude Pool. Dude Pool. Dude Pool. Dude Pool. Dude Pool. If you love superhero movies, you're going to hate this film. <laughs> From the key grip that brought you Hot Tub Time Machine comes <laughs> Dude Pool. The story of four frat guys in an above-ground pool, just trying to cool off in the hot Chico sun. (laughs) These boys have the day off from Applebee's, and they're going to make the most of it. Watch as they unsuccessfully try to get some chicks to come over. Cling to the edge of your seat as two of the dudes accidentally touch feet under the water, then awkwardly pretend like nothing happened. 
grab your tribal tats in horror <laughs> as they drop their oxy into the murky, overchlorinated water. <laughs> Lance Crumwell from Rotten Tomatoes says, I've never seen so many futile attempts to get women to come over to a pool. Lori <laughs> <laughs> Trogdon from People Magazine says, that water does not look safe to swim in. <laughs> Miles from the dorm says, you guys want to buy some Coke? <laughs> Dude pool, where the only thing coming this summer is this movie. <laughs> Very good, Chris Emery. Dude pool. Dude pool. Connor. Yeah. Your movie title is called uh, A Rebel Without a Car. Rebel Without a Car. Rebel Without a Car. Coming this summer. <laughs> John Boy Johnson is your typical Amish teen. He works hard and he chases a metal wheel with a stick hard. <laughs> But he has one horrible secret that he left back in his hometown all the way on the other side of the county. Turns out that his work isn't the only thing that's hard, and his last name isn't the only thing that's Johnson. <laughs> in a world where teenage sex only happens in the back seats of cars, what's a horny Amish boy to do? Follow John Boy on his path to becoming a John Man this summer in Rebel Without a Car. <laughs> very good, Connor. Thank very you. good, very good. Court, I'm hoping we pronounce this the same way. The name of your movie is called Avengetarians. That's how I say it, too. Avengetarians, <laughs> good. Hey, you, dumbass in the Deadpool cargo shorts. You're a geek or nerd, right? You've let our product, which holds several slots in the list of the highest grossing movies of all time, define your entire unique personality. <laughs> The Doctor Who sticker on your car, the unframed movie posters in your sparsely decorated apartment, flat-brimmed hats that no free-thinking adult would dare go out in public wearing, we planned it all. We own you. And now, prepare to let Marvel's Disney's Avengetarians define your personality even more with their biggest shared universe of all, ours. Welcome to the Avengetarian Diet. The first exclusive diet for geeks like you. <laughs> for a monthly payment of $49.99, we send you everything you need to construct a meal out of your favorite heroes. You are our slave. We control what you wear and eat. These healthy meals are easy to prep and fun for the whole family. Indoctrinate your kids from a young age by associating necessary human functions with Iron Man. What? You don't want this? Well, too bad. You'll buy it anyway. You're 45, and you're just now realizing that you have no genuine interests that we have not curated for you. Join up with Black Widow, Tony Stark, and Sam the Eagle while you enjoy, while you enjoy Kellogg's, Disney's, Marvel's, The Avengetarians. It's more than a brand. It's a way of life. Asterisk. And then the asterisk picks back up. Star Wars brand Ovo Galacto vegetarian options will be announced at next year's San Diego Comic Con and slated for release in 2024. A vegetarian. <laughs> Very good, Court. Very good. That was really good. <laughs> Jesse Jones. Yeah. Jowls. 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 Oh, hello. Have you come to see my scary fish movie, Jowls? <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> I'm making my swimming pool. It's Jowls. 
They say scream, don't do it in the water. <laughs> is the scary fish gonna eat you up? <laughs> and then the music is goes, Uda. Uda. Uda, Uda, Idi, Idi, Uda, 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 Idi, Uu, Idi, Uu, Idi, Aa, Uu. It's very scary. I make the movie and I'm still like, oh no! The Joel's fish. It makes me go X cream. In the movie, they see Joel's in the floaty boat. And Jaws is big scary fish. <laughs> and and the one man say to the other man about the boat, he say, This boat, this boat is not big enough for the Jaws fish. <laughs> if we had a boat that was bigger, it would not be bad. <laughs> for our boat to be bigger bigger boat uh, for the Jaws. <laughs> And then at some point, Jowls, he make love to the boat. It's <laughs> tasteful and essential to the movie. It's character development of Jowls. <laughs> his love for the boat. His character, his love. So, come to my home. Drink wine with me and watch my scary fish movie which I made with a small stack of monies I found and gave to my camera friend, <laughs> who usually films my love making. <laughs> but instead, this time, made fish movie, but scary big boat fucking fish. <laughs> it's Jowls, rated mmm, for sexy fish down. <laughs> Very good. That was movie makeup. <laughs> what accent was that? <laughs> I was having a hard time placing. <laughs> that is the vague Eastern Western. Your it's a. It's was a, it written out it, like phonetically? Do you want to see how phonetically that was written out? <laughs> In the movie, they see jowls. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it checks Beautiful. out. Yeah, I it's have to write it phonetically to know how stupid it was going to sound. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, that brings us to our final segment Point of the night. Point is spelled P-A-U-Y-N-T. That's how... Pined. Pined. <laughs> Very good. All right. This last segment's called Vows to an Asshole. Uh, congratulations, everyone. You've been... It's your big day. Uh, you're marrying that asshole, finally. Uh, Chris, uh, you'll be marrying uh, a double undulation speed bumps. Double undulation. That asshole. <coughs> You'll have to excuse me, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I never in a million years thought a guy like me would be lucky enough to find a traffic speed deterrent like you. <laughs> I mean, look at that ass fault. <laughs> I've always been a go, go, go type of man, cruising through highways and byways, you know, college. Uh, sometimes without even knowing their name but you double undulated speed bumps you've slowed me down you've slowed me down without bringing me to a complete stop I'm honored I'm honored to be here in front of your parents 
single speed bump <laughs> and those bumpers that kids use at the bowling alley. <laughs> You've made a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful product. Babe, since the first time I scraped my undercarriage against your voluptuous humps, I mean, you came out of nowhere. <laughs> I knew you were the one. And though you make driving through neighborhoods a complete nightmare, you truly prove that it's not about the destination, but the journey. <laughs> oh, that was sweet. Very good, Chris Hammer. Good job. Thank you very much. Connor Martin. All right. Uh, you'll be marrying a person who gives non-apology apologies. Fantastic. Baby. Sugar Plum. You're my world, You're my world girl. <laughs> and I love you. I love your ambition. To start a lingerie Instagram that has over a thousand followers, including some of my close personal friends. So ambitious. <laughs> I love your humility. That you're not too big to have close personal conversations with some of those Instagram fans. <laughs> I love your patience. That you're willing to take the time to sit me down and explain what you really meant when I get my feelings hurt. <laughs> I love your wisdom for going on vacation without telling me so that I have time to focus on my work <laughs> and your loyalty. No matter how many expensive dates your ex-boyfriends take you on, you always come back home to me every morning. <laughs> I can't believe that God sent me a perfect woman, but I literally can't find fault. I'm not allowed to find fault. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Very good. Very good, Connor. Court. Yes. <laughs> you will be marrying a double dipper. A double dipper. I love your fingers. <laughs> your chip grease covered hummus knuckled digits. <laughs> From the moment I laid eyes on you as I caught you thumbs deep in your second helping of salsa on the first helping of chip. <laughs> I knew I wanted to watch those slender, fleshy breadsticks pick up food, bring it to your, uh, put it in dip, bring it to your mouth, then return it to that self-same dip. <laughs> I want to watch that for the rest of my life. Some might call our love unsanitary, and yes, it just might be, but I have another word for it. Freedom. Freedom to get maximum dip out of maximum chip, without judgment, to experience a world of flavors over and over and over again with the same chip. Dearest Dippykins, I love you. Very good, very good. Dearest Dippykins. Very good. Jesse, bring yeah. the show home. Uh-huh. Uh, you will be marrying that news reporter who interviews the family after a tragedy. That news reporter that interviews a family after a tragedy. Yeah. <sighs> Vanessa Watkins, <laughs> Channel 12 Live Action News. <laughs> this is the second happiest day of my life. Just behind that day I met you after surviving that farmer's market bombing. <laughs> <laughs> and you asked me with that weird out of place chuckle, so what's in the bag? Just like when you shoved your microphone into the face of that 
freshly widowed woman, just as the realization of what a living nightmare her life had just (laughs) just become began to fill her trembling body, her face began to fall. The cute little way the foam windscreen on your microphone bobbed her on the nose after you asked her, so where do you go from here? (laughs) And thrust the mic back into her face. I was rock hard. (laughs) Or the way you asked that sobbing child, his face still smeared with soot. (laughs) When was it that he realized that smell wasn't pork and beans, but mommy and daddy? And slowly the reality of his situation sank into those dewy eyes that would no longer see the world as anything but a cruel and unfair place. (laughs) You could cut glass with my nipples. (laughs) Now, if if we could just wrap this up, I heard that familiar screeching of tires and crash of metal when we got up here, and (laughs) the sweet sounds of approaching sirens are just wafting into the room. And I am about to burst. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Stab is over. Oh, hey, look, the new new outro song. Uh, One more time for all the comedians you saw this evening. Chris Emery, Connor Martin, Court Hansen, and Jesse Jones. Uh, If you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold. Stab, the number for gold.com. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube. Uh, go to stabcomedytheater.com. Uh, we're here every Friday at 10 o'clock uh, with a new episode of Stab. Thank you guys and good night. Thank you. Mmm, el verano. Bud Light Lime y Bud Light Orange. Hechas con cáscaras de limón y naranja de verdad. Disfruta responsablemente AB Bud Light No, but I, I do get that Orange apparently there is a Bud Light Texas, Orange, which I'm not sure how You've I feel about it. Climbing rocks, crossing over streams, but I feel like I have to talk over the, the ads because the clearing, we're, these are not the official Stab Comedy Theater sponsors. Yourself, wow, this must be one of life's perfect moments. It's, I mean, Bud Light on its own, but Bud Light Orange specifically is not welcome like within the these walls. GLC SUV. Hurry into the I mean, basically, once it's over, you'll have plenty of time to hike, they're trying to horn in on the on the shock top market, which is also probably an Anheuser Busch company at this point by now yeah at the home depot oh three commercials and right oh, now i have to give you my password or something which technically is large password 25 percent <laughs> off all their pro